Hello and welcome to Going Underground, a podcast by yourcalling.co.uk. I'm your host, Graham Smith, and today I'm throwing back to an interview that was first published on our blog back in April last year. In that episode, I chatted to York-based photographer Chris Mackins. Here's the abridged version of that interview in which we chatted about the ins and outs of being a music and theatre photographer. You can find out more about Chris on his website, chrismackins.com. Followers of uh, your calling will know that you've been taking photos for us pretty much since the beginning of our, our, of since we started. But what other projects have you been involved in? Well, the music is really the main thing. I've also been involved with a lot of theatre photography in York. York's got a huge theatrical community. And I first got involved with that side of things a few years ago when the huge community project called Blood and Chocolate was staged. And I got involved as one of their photographers. And from there, it's just led on to, to lots of other theatre projects. What do you make of the, the York music and art scene from, from your experience in the theatre and, and, and music? Uh, you know, you, how, how do you feel about it? How do you think it's changed over the years? I think it's changing now to with music because of... Um, you know things like Fibbers closing down. I mean that was a great asset to the to the area. First of all, it was in uh, Stonebow House, and it got moved to its its new location near the council offices. Obviously, that's gone. I think we're lacking in kind of major venues. But otherwise, you know, you've got things like the Crescent, you've got things like Bullford Arms, who are who are doing you know regularly uh, lots of music events. So. I think in that aspect, you know, the music scene in York is really thriving. You can go to any bar. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a bar these days, does it? It can be, yeah, it can be shops. I remember we did something a few years ago at Christmas time, and we were, you know, there were gigs going on in, in clothes shops, in cheese shops. Uh, so, I think in that respect, the music scene in York is is really active and really vibrant. I think in in terms of theatre, it's a similar story. You've got you've got the big You've got the big theatres, you know, the York Theatre Royal, you've got the, the York Opera House, you did their big productions, but you've got so many other kind of local community theatre productions who are putting on shows throughout the year, and, and the shows are very, very professional. And it's just great to be involved with it all, but it's an amazing scene. You to one, I think it's one of York's, it's one of York's strongest features. You know, if you live here, I mean, if, you, if you come to York as a tourist, you see all the, the minister in the walls. Actually, if you live here in York, there's this great art scene, and it's, and, it, and it's great to be involved with. With the theatre in particular, I don't think we've we've really covered it that much on York Calling because we focused on music. But we we have a, a theatre reviewer now who's uh, who's quite passionate and uh, has been covering a lot of stuff for us, uh, Angie. And yeah, every time I read her oh, yeah. reviews, it's it's um, you know it's really got me sort of thinking. Well, I should probably get out there and, and see the theatre more often um, because we yeah we've got lots of interesting little venues like uh, the John Cooper Studios, you know, really probably putting together a show on, I guess, very little, but really, uh, really selling it through the acting. When I first got involved with theatre, it was something that, I mean, I'd been to theatre a couple of times as, you know, as a young person, but it never been something that I'd been really involved with. And I was a bit apprehensive, really, about getting involved. wasn't really sure what to expect and it blew my mind when you see the people involved you know the sheer passion behind behind community actors you know the professionalism you know the amount of effort it takes to stage production and it's not just the actors there's all the you know there's all the backstage there's all the production there's all the direction you know the people who are devising these things and putting costumes together there's so much energy there's so much talent 
And it's just really, it's, it's a privilege to be involved and, and, and get to meet these people, you know, these actors and, and other people and, and just be involved with it. You know, maybe moving back to the music, uh, I mean, you've been you've been taking pictures for us uh, of gigs for, I don't know, probably something like five years now. And I think there's probably, you've it would be fair to say you've had a range of experiences. You know, what, what would really yeah. be the standout gig that you, you've been to? Well, I always remember the first gig, and that was Baby Godzilla. And that was yeah. in the Fulford Arms. And I just remember there being barely any light. And I thought, well, this is going to be a challenge anyway. And then, actually, the stage wasn't even used at that point. You know, the band was in, you know, in amongst the crowd where there was zero light. So, only it's all about light. People go to a show, I don't want to be entertained. And when that, when that show actually mingles amongst the crowd, that was a huge challenge. And I just remember really having to work that night to get all my shots. And that was, I think that was a standout one because because of the challenges it presented. I mean, it was a brilliant gig anyway. And then I think really moving on from then, so that was like a local, a local pub, lots of energy, really made me think. And then I think a couple of years ago, I did Sam Dunk, and there was just a moment where I was covering a band called Cross Faith, and, you know, I just think every shot almost was a winner. And that, for me, is probably my standout moment, because I think from that shot, I think I took what is my most favourite photo I've taken. It's, it's where the singer... Is, is leaping in the air. You've got a good mix of people of, of the band in the background. So on that day, it all seemed to come together for me. It's a huge privilege doing what we do. Going to these gigs and you know, when you're when you're at somewhere like Slam Dunk and you've got all the audience behind you and you're in front of the band, you're there for three songs. But it's an absolute huge privilege to be able to do that and to be able to do what we do and come away and take these photos and then hopefully you know inspire people to go see these bands by the records you know to keep going to the gigs which we can't do at the moment yeah because of because of the current situation yeah it's a shame i mean how are you coping with without having that sort of outlet to to go along to a gig and, and take some photos are you just, just maybe taking photos around the house and trying to get something dynamic what i'm planning on doing is going through my back catalogue, do some processing of work which maybe i've not looked at for a while and my website is in a poor state of repair so that needs to be looked at as well so i think for the next few weeks at least you know i'm going to be keeping busy in that way and maybe it's getting re-inspired just throw some of those old shots away uh you know refreshing with the old uh, better ones as well you probably often don't get a chance to do it but have you sort of ever gone back through your catalog and sort of said actually get that i completely overlooked that photo to begin with but uh it's it's a really i mentioned to somebody the other day i'm, I'm my own harshest critic and actually I, I go back through a lot of my photos and think what was i doing that now and, and i don't always i don't always like what i look at but every now and again i'll come across something and, and and I do surprise myself. So I need to. I think I need to be. I think you need to be critical of yourself because that's how you move on and that's how you you develop your art. But I think there are there are things in there which which people will like. And it's just about it's going through a voyage of rediscovery, I suppose. Yeah. You know, just to occasionally go back through the catalogue and, and and find if you can find something you didn't it didn't catch your, your imagination, or or maybe you know you just didn't have time to process it. What what often that you, you go to a gig and you'll take these photos and sometimes you might come away with fifty shots but sometimes you might come away back with a lot more and those photos need to be processed. Well, often you're getting back at midnight or one o'clock in the morning sometimes, and and then you've got the next few hours to process the photos. Well, if you work the next day, you know the pressure's on. So sometimes you just pick out the obvious ones uh, to process and, and and get uploaded to the site and don't look at all the the other pictures. So 
it's often worth going back then and looking at those photos and seeing if you did miss anything obvious the first time around. So it's a complete rediscovery of your work. Sounds like it's going to be uh, interesting and a good way to, to spend your time. Just, just one last thing. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but have you got any tips for you know anyone maybe young and inspired to go into the, the music and theatre photography business? Yeah, just just do it. It doesn't matter what camera you've got. If you've got a camera phone, you don't need all the high-end gear. Just go in and start taking photos. You know, you might not get those amazing shots that, you know, or you, your favourite rock photographers take, but it's a whole journey. And you look at some of my earlier photos, it's like I've just been saying, you know, I'm not always impressed with them. But that journey continues and your skills and your knowledge do develop and, you know, you'll start improving and until you actually start taking them, well, you're not taking them. So, so just go forward and, and, and get involved and push boundaries. Sounds like sensible advice. Uh, I hope uh, you enjoyed yeah. looking back through your catalogue and I hope you stay safe. We could put a poster of back catalogue favourites or something one day to see what people think. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. I mean, we've got so many. I've, I've personally got so many photos as well that have never seen the light of day. They're, yeah, there's just so much we could put in that. Yeah, I think it'd be good as well, you know, and and I think it shows part of the journey that York Calling's been on as well, you know. Think how York Calling started. I mean, like you say, I started not quite at the beginning, but fairly early on, and you know, it's 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 gone from strength to strength. In that sense, you could have some kind of pictorial history of, of how it's how it's moved and, and kind of the gigs and events that we cover. Well, thanks very much for your time, Chris. Thank you very much.